This episode is brought to you by Bloat Games. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. If you're looking for games that combine the classic RPG feel with the light, concise rule set of today's indie games in a variety of genres, you gotta check out Bloat Games. Their survived this rules take a cue from the old school games of yore and combine them with a stripped down but easy to understand mechanic that plays fast and fun, giving you an exciting, thrilling game session every time. Whether it's fighting off zombies, swinging a great axe and slinging spells in dark, dangerous creature-filled forests, riding your 10-speed bike through monster-infested suburbs, or keeping the city streets safe from super-powered menaces, the survive this system is the one that'll keep your players coming back to the table. Check out these great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at blokegames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloke Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard. The OSR podcast about stuff with your host Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day getting colder soon. Uh, I just got a bunch of GM prep stuff that I just want to talk talk about. And this may focus on module running rather than your own stuff, but it can apply there too. First of all, how much time is the session? Roughly. And that's that's what you prep. Now, I think it was the I think it was Professor Dungeon Master said you only worry or is it your I think it was Mike Shea. Mike Shea, the Lindsay Dungeon Master, who said the only set the only prep you should worry about is your next session. Now that doesn't mean you can't have an outline of what's you know if it's an adventure you're doing a multi but but as far as like prepping it, just prep to your next adventure, because you never know half of that may be thrown out at the table, so you've got to you know leave room for that pretty much, and also you've got to make assumptions. Unfortunately, game masters have to make assumptions whether it's their own adventure, their own world, or a pre-written one, they've got to make certain assumptions of what the, the characters will do. I'm assuming you know the players and you know the characters. If a, a first session, you're a little more in the weeds, you might say. So what you have to do is just go, go like this or do this. Okay, they're going down in this dungeon. Okay, you you think you're gonna they're gonna go down the dungeon. Okay, fine. You think and there's a big demon down there. They're gonna end up fighting the demon at the end, you think. Here's all the other encounters in there. They'll interact with them, you think. And I'm saying this because you know the old saying the old saying from the odd couple, what is this? If you if you assume you make an ass out of you and me. And so but unfortunately, that's all GMs have to go on. So you say, that's what you say, I think, or I assume they're going to do this because in the back of your mind, you, you could say they may do anything. So I should be ready. And the prep should reflect that and should support you ha- if you have to go up, if you have to go off the, the adventure and ad lib, you know, 
to me, that's part of the fun. But that's me. I'm weird. So that's what you got to do. Also, if you're running a published module or even your notes, well, I'm just going to say a published module. Read the adventure. Now, now here's where I differ. I, I got this from a DM Lair podcast, um, YouTube video about for how to prep 10, 10 things on how to prep and in, for new GMs. I like watching those, even though I've been doing this for 40 years. I like to watch them. Because I get insight about the guy who's doing it, and it may give me a few tips and tricks that I don't know about. So that's why I watch them. But anyway, he's talking. He's also talking from a current version mindset, something like Curse of Strahd or the Dungeon of the Mad Mage or whatever it was. And he's talking about you can't read the whole thing. Don't try. Just read enough for that session. Well, I differ a little in that. Because I'm old school and I'm used to, and I run old school games. So I'm used to seeing modules from 24 to 36 pages. That's an easy read for me. And, you know, I just go right through it. And then I go back and find out. Then I've got in my mind, I've got to break down how much are the players going to get through and prep for that. And when I think that's enough, the player is going to get through for, say, three to four hour game, I prep another encounter or two after that, just in case. Every time you think you've got enough, add a little more. That's what I'm saying, just to be on the safe side. And if you don't use it, you're ahead, you're ahead of the game next session. And you've got that. So just keep doing that, you know. And that's that's why I say, yes, these $50 books you buy, yes, I understand. You cannot sit there and read through them unless you want to. I mean, you know, people can, some people are speed readers. Some people just like to read to read them. But if you're prepping for a game, don't sit there and try to read and read and read and read and read. You, you'll drive yourself crazy. Read enough for that session and maybe a little more. Then go back. And you say, and you say, okay, it's. I assume it's going to stop here, so I'll, pre I'll prep the encounter after, and then you go back and reread that section, and prep it. Okay. Now it's the same for the old school modules, but you can read the whole thing. I mean, like, oh, let's see, Isle of Dread. Now that's a sandbox. You got to do a little extra. Okay, you think they're going to go here, 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 and that's for the session. Let's say they're going to go three places a session, prep a fourth or a fifth, just in case. And I got to break it down to how many sessions you think it's going to take. If you have a set amount, of, gone are the days of our youth when we could sit there and play D&D &D all night or all weekend. So we're dealing with people's schedules and other things and grown-up stuff and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you will have Nine times out of ten, you will have a finite, a finite time to play in. So prep that. If you got a three-hour session, I prep three and a half hours. You got a four-hour session, I prep four and a half hours, just in case, or five hours, three or four. You know, just do it. Also, I want to talk about NPCs. You should sketch out your main NPCs, but not very much. Some people put it, you know, whole backgrounds to their NPCs, and then they never get interacted. I am lazy enough to, if I write a paragraph about 
the background of a character, you're lucky because I just like one or two sentences, maybe one sentence usually, and that's it. That's how I prep my NPCs. Now, here's, here's a little tip. Prep the NPCs you think they're going to interact with, but put a list down. You know, you've got, say you've got a, a GM book or whatever on, on your computer on OneNote. Say you've got these NPCs, like three NPCs, you've fleshed out some. Maybe giving them even like stats or something. I would not do that, but, you know, I would give them average stats. You know, you, you know the benchmark thing I'm talking about. But then I would write a list of, in the area, who they might run into. Just, you don't even have to put names, just occupations. You run, they run into an orc camp. They're going to get, here's the main, the main you know, the, the chief, and here's his two sub-chiefs, and maybe a shaman. What else are they going to run into? More orcs. So maybe you can do orc lieutenant, orc lieutenant, grunt, grunt, grunt. That way. If you're in the town, okay, I'm, they're going to run into the sheriff. They're going to run into, say, the mayor of the small town, and maybe two shopkeepers. So flesh them out and then write, what else, who else could they run into? Okay, rat catcher, uh, the janitor, and, um, you know, other butcher or arms dealer so, or, you know, armorer, something like that. Just write the list. If you want to put a little, you know, maybe there's something that stands out about them, write that down too, or a stat that stands out. Like say it's a blacksmith. Strength 17. Okay, there you go. You know, and you just got that there. You can ad lib off that like I can ad lib like that off of like that off crazy. I'm cr- like crazy. I can speak. Yes. But anyway, that's my t- tip for NPCs. Anyway, that's that's GMing tips, let's call it. Okay, I got to start my day. So, you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognardgmail.com or drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. You want to do a single donation? My Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard. I would also like to thank these people who do give to me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you very much, guys. For other good podcasts, we have Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton at the Bandits Keep Podcast, Randy and Joe, The Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen, Large of the Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So... Until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.